dollar. In fact, no, brother man, here, have two. We are Hottest 100s and Thousands, and we have taken control of your radio station. Uh, we are here to discuss these songs that have been deemed hot enough to be in the Triple J Hottest 100. My name is David James Young, and I am one of the four voices you're going to be hearing for the next hour or so. Joining me once again, Mr. Nathan Harrison. Hello. Mr. Andrew McDonald. Always a pleasure. And Mr. Adam Buncher. Andrew McDonald. Yeah, what's <laughs> up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Uh, thanks for joining us again, friends. We're here at episode six. We're in the middle of the 70s. What a crazy time to be alive. Puberty blues. Yeah, <laughs> this, this, this really is that 70s episode. Yeah, we're officially a fucking quarter of the way through, guys. Hey, that's Can you exciting. That? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I just, I just want to thank God and uh, <laughs> Triple J and no, Triple J, of course, mm. uh, Dickie Kingsmill, just for his ongoing support of me D- as a human. D King, yeah, <laughs> the D King, love that bloke. Oh, good times, good times all around. I'd also like to thank little Sterling over there, who's just tuck it out from a whole day of listening to Hottest One Hundreds. You know, Sterling's a puppy. <laughs> it's not a visual medium. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, they know. That's not Archer. <laughs> <laughs> they they know who Sterling is. He's a he's a character. He's a character on Twitter. Can we can we can we upload a photo of him? Just of course, he's a mascot. Yeah, he's, I mean, is that okay? he's officially our he's officially our new mascot. <laughs> yeah, the cats would, but they just don't care. They do not. <laughs> they they hate E seventeen as well, as much as the rest of us. Yeah, they're huge E seventeen fans. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they're blacklisting us. No, no, the, the fat cat's really into 10,000 maniacs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At number 75, uh, it's a band that we get the pleasure of talking about twice over the next two episodes. But uh, let's talk about them right now. At number 75, with the song The Drowners, it's Suede. Five with the Drowners. 
I'm going to kick this one over to Resident Angle File, Mr. Andrew McDonald. And, resident uh, White Man. Yeah, Resident yeah. White Man. Uh, and uh, get your take on the world of suede. I'm going to take that title from you. Okay. <laughs> well, this song, I thought, um, when it first kicked off, I thought, like, I'm not, I'm not familiar with suede at all. When this song started, my first thought was, oh, okay, this is the other Britpop. Like, yeah, yeah. The, right? Yeah. When I don't yeah, like Alice in Chains, was the other grunge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's yeah, like, oh, totally. right, like, I know, I know Oasis, I know Blur, I know Pulp. Oh, this is another band who does Brit Pop. Like, yeah. Yes, it's so, so of that It's sound. like the Amazon, if you like this, you might yeah, also like it. Yeah, but, totally. Um, it's not something that I particularly liked or particularly disliked. Um, again, like I said with previously, when we were talking about Blur, Brit Pop was never really my bag. As such, this song never didn't really connect with me or kind of pushed me away. It was. Pleasant enough, if it was on the radio, I wouldn't tune away, but I certainly wouldn't tune to it. Um, I th- I, it's one of those things that I, I guess you had to be there for this, mm. and I wasn't, so I'm not. Yeah, I, I, I quite like the guitar tone, it's kind of nice, and I think the, the melody of the chorus is, is really catchy, that's probably what grabs me about the song. But like, I it just, I don't know, I came away feeling it was kind of empty, and the film clip as well, I just it like... It doesn't help. I got this vibe that it was just a bunch of kids that had grown up on Bowie, yeah, and like it's really solid, loved yeah. the the sounds and the images of Bowie, but not understood that there was actual meaning underneath that. And it's just mm. this kind of shallow imitation of of all of that kind mm. of yeah, sure stuff. I, yeah, I don't know. I didn't like it. I don't really have a huge amount to add. Um, I think so you're going to take the come on oh, at some point. Oh. As, as in the future. Oh, all I'm saying is that Andrew, watch the throne. Um, <laughs> Done. That, that in itself was pretty white. Yeah, like I, I think the vocal delivery is really interesting. Like yeah. it's, it's certainly very yeah. aggressive. I think he's borderline insufferable. Well, wow. that's a, that's the thing. Like a fair amount of height. So I say interesting, not good. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, I, I guess there's not a whole lot else I have to add. Like it's I yeah it's I, I think you nailed it, man. When you said that it was just like uh, it was one of, another Britpop man. Yeah. Like like at the very yeah. least, I can appreciate. Why it was popular. It's a product of its sure. environment. Yeah. Yeah. And the beginning of the Britpop sound is really starting to bubble here. But yeah, I guess I'm in the same boat as you guys in that I'm not really in a boat. I'm not really near the water. You know, I yeah. don't really... I'm not going out on a limb in any way for this band. You know, I'm not going to be like, yeah, this band's fucking great or this band fucking sucks. It's just like, yeah, Suede just are what they are. I'm kind of glad. They were what they were. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they're still together. Wow. Yeah, they were yeah, just they together last together. year, actually. Um, they split up a few years back, and now they are back together. Um, they were almost going to be the replacement for Blur at the big day out. AJ mm. Matter was uh, was yeah. hinting very strongly towards a band that could have been great at that time. When they broke up, uh, they were walking to a studio set to do a performance, and uh, uh, the guitarist leaned over to the singer and said, let's not do this anymore. Huh. It's like, whoa, that's just like such a wham... What's up wow. there? The, um... Did they put? Did they play that set? Yeah, they did that, and then that was it. Wow, that, that's up there with how the Pink Floyd kicked out Sid Barrett when they were on the way to a show, and they said we're not picking Sid up. Ooh. Oh, yeah, yeah. dumbest decision Harsh. that band ever made. Let's leave that. Let's not do this, man. Let's not do this. Pink Floyd appearing. Come on, come on. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Uh, so. Uh, I, I don't think I don't think we, there's anything left to say which is funny yeah, because we literally we literally have to talk soon. about this band next fucking week so mm. it's going to be interesting to see if we can have anything left to say about them but uh, I guess we'll cross that bridge when we get to it we'll come up moving with on fun story <laughs> of course moving on at number 74 uh, this is Sub Sub 
featuring the vocals of Melanie Williams. Uh, this song is called Ain't No Love, bracket, Ain't No Use, close bracket. resident uh, dance expert, uh, yeah. the choreographer of the podcast, Mr. Mr. Adam Buncher. Step, pause, pivot, pause, pivot, step, pause. Exactly. <laughs> I, it's weird that you threw it to me, because I could not have less to say about this song. It's kind of... Well, that's, that's fine. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a perfectly inoffensive early 90s dance hit. Sure. Yeah, if someone, someone drops this on the floor, I'll be like, huh, that's a weird choice. Yeah. Why have <laughs> you not heard now? this song before? Yeah. Honestly, all Even of these, it's your, it's your poor man's ace of bass. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, There's that kind of beat to it, but I'm not going to... Yeah. yeah. Vocals are nice, you know, it's inaus- whatever. It's like, inauspicious. I, I, I kind of like this the obvious. slightly atonal keyboard riff. Like, it kind of, like, it bit starts and then, like, it drops a note in there and you're like, oh, okay, like, and it sort of shifts it a little bit into bit, something bit a bit more off yeah, yeah, I think so. There's a bit of that in there, and you know, it's kind of nice. It, it obviously I never would have picked Massive Attack as a comparison. Pete, guest vocalist. Yeah. <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sold. I think the Shaman and the Caligula was leading up to this shit. I find this song so very, very annoying. Wow. Okay. Um, I, I don't know. It's it's one of those songs that's like vaguely familiar. Uh, like the second you put it on, it's like, oh, I kind of know what this is, and then it's like instantly forgettable. You're yeah, like, hey, I, yeah. I mean, there's a reason I didn't come back to this. So, like, I could have heard this song many times before, and if someone showed it to me, I'd be like, I've never heard this song before. No, exactly. How interesting. Yeah, I'm, I'm blown away that you managed to remember there was a keyboard in it. Yeah, I just <laughs> I I took that. I was like, oh, that like that little riff is. I don't know, it's, it's not super interesting, but it as soon as it starts, like uh, the beat set it up as you know what I thought was just going to be very sure, yeah. straight up pop, dance, whatever, and then that, that thing was like, okay, like, there's, there's something going on here, I, you know, I, I can, I see that, you know, like, the, the, there's a craft to this song that, sure. that I, I don't love, but, you know, it's okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess, uh, it's this always is, gonna this be is weird, songs. this is weird that I'm the only one who, like, flat out fucking hates this song, because you guys are just like, yeah, 
But I'm just like, no, fuck this up. I'm all out of hate after Re17 last week. <laughs> I'm saving up my hate. I'm all out of, <laughs> I'm all out of hate. I'm so lost without you. 14. <laughs> <laughs> The only thing I will say is that, like, if you want to see someone really, really getting into a piece of hand percussion, you've got to watch the clip. Because oh, true, yeah. true. There's always the most Dude. 90s guy in the world is going nuts on a wood yeah. block. Yeah. <laughs> I, my, my understanding is that, like, that's the, the, that's the episode title, going nuts on a wood block. <laughs> my understanding is that the two guys are sort of like, they are. Sub sub. They're sub and sub. Yeah, the sub brothers. Yeah, exactly. Um, but it's just weird that they, you know, presumably they gone off and made most of the song that they did in the film clip he, he's playing that and that's their mate yeah <laughs> no no he, that's he's in the band oh you reckon that's Jim Saab maybe it's Johnny Saab Johnny Saab yeah but yeah it's just it's it's an odd choice mm. to yeah. put that in, in the video yeah. no surprises to find this band didn't last that long no but, but, but then they became doves they were doves yeah the two of them are doves who are yeah. doves they're an alternative rock band who are still <laughs> around whoa 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 as in like some cities doves like yeah. Jimmy Goodwin doves what the Jimmy fuck? Goodwin is in this band yeah. what the J- fuck Jimmy Sub no shit yeah man wow I have no I heard, fucking idea. I heard we Does that make you change well. your mind about this song? It makes me fucking think less of Jimmy Goodwin. Holy <laughs> shit. Well, what's your relationship to Doves? Why is it such a mind blow? Talk fucking, us through what's going on. Like, Some Cities is, in my opinion, one of the most underrated albums of the 2000s. Uh-huh. It's a beautiful, gorgeous, sweeping, um, yeah, very emotive indie rock record, kind of in the vein of The Deers and... Maybe early Arcade Fire to an extent. Um, oh. I, the Last Broadcast is another amazing mm. album. Like, they've... They have three or four albums, I believe. Yeah. Um, Caught by the River is, in my opinion, one of the best songs ever written. Wow. It, it's a fucking incredible song. So like, out, of, out of how many? Out of a pool of how many? <laughs> no, we need, we need to know this. Like, uh, the top 1,000? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Such humble beginnings. Yeah. Wow. I seriously did not know that. I'll play some dogs later on. Okay. Um, yeah. Amazing, amazing band. That's so fucking weird. Hmm. That's... Oh, wow. Alrighty. Well, Learn along with Dave. Learn along with Dave, <laughs> indeed. Uh, I think we're all a bit, bit better for, for this uh, whole experience. And uh, Absolutely. Yeah, so there you go. Um, don't listen to this band. Listen to fucking Dubs, man. That's that's where the that's <laughs> they're just the called Dubs. What, so, what was the name of the track that you said before that we should all listen Caught to? Caught by the river. Caught by the river. There it yes. is. Good shit. Good times. All right, brother man. It's time to talk about Arrested Development at number seventy-three. It's Mr. Wendell. No clothes, no money, no plate, Mr. Wendell. That's his name. No one ever knew his name, cause he's a no one. Never thought twice about spending on an old bum until I had a chance to really get to know one. Now that I know him, to give him money isn't charity. He gives me some knowledge, I buy him some shoes. And I think blacks spend all their money on big colleges. Still, most of y'all come out confused. Go ahead, Mr. Wendell. 
Wow, that's weird. Know. Yeah, yeah. Right. For you know, obviously, same name. And, it's an uh, expression. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, and there's a there's a few references in the show to to that lawsuit. That's the newspaper that references that's it. Right. Yeah. Had well, you not heard people every day? Like, no, that was, that was the big. That was another big. Well, thing. if I have not consciously, okay. they've been they've been in the field of my radar for a while. But I've been looking into, I guess, alternative quote alternative hip hop, and looking into say not that they're at all related to a tribe called Quest, but. Yeah, oh, like they are though. They, they, are they? Yeah, they were, they were hanging in the same kind of crowd, the same kind of um, oh, right. same kind of vibe on, right. on the East Coast at that time. Uh, well, I must prefer a tribe called Quest, but... Yeah, I mean, them and De La Soul. I mean, De La Soul were the ones who kind of were all about kicking off this okay. positive mm. kind of uh, Daisy Age thing. Hmm. Yeah. Well, hopefully we can move on to a more positive discussion with, so the, with the next song. I think song. so too. But, uh, yeah, this is uh, the only time I'll ever get to talk about the rest of development and... Uh, Part of me is pretty thankful about that. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch, man. 72, uh, we are going to be looking at Australian band Barefoot. Uh, at number 72 in the 1993 Hottest 100, this is Baby, more brackets, You Got In The Way, more close brackets. <laughs> with Baby, You Got In The Way. Uh, now, seeing as it's uh, relatively fresh in the man's mind, <laughs> um, considering he literally just heard the song today, mm. we're going to talk to Adam about this particular June. Thank you, because I'm not sure how much I could remember if you went if I went third. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I just, I just heard it then, because when I attempted to dig it up myself, all I found was videos on YouTube on how to make baby booties. Yeah, don't look up Barefoot Baby. Yeah, you'll just go on do if that's your bag. Yeah, you'll... Yeah. you'll uh, babies, maybe not, you know, barefoot baby. There's, there's a kettle of fish in there somewhere. I guarantee it. <laughs> I guarantee it. Not on YouTube. I guarantee it. Yeah. <laughs> you might end up in a Robert Hughes situation, and you yeah. don't want that, neither do I. I know how to make baby booties now. Uh, but, yeah, I look, I think there's a good song in here somewhere. That's really what I have to say about it. Like... I think the chord progression is nice. The production could have made it a little bit more. I feel like it's an unambitious good song. Yeah, it's quite lush, but it could it could have probably stepped that up 
The choice of chords is nice, yeah. and there's nothing inherently wrong with the vocal melody, or dare I say it, even like the majority of the lyrics seem to be okay, but it's just kind of like the delivery is a little bit lackluster. Uh, I, I just, yeah, it, it, it needs to be pushed. It, it needs, the song needs to believe in itself. You know it's what the I mean? Kind of thing I know that, like, it's the kind, it has the kind of vibe that I know when it first came out. I probably got a fair amount of airplay on yeah. commercial and alternative radio. Totally. Um, it presumably has never been played outside of Australia or New Zealand. I, I'd pay that. Yeah, I'd be surprised and if it had. probably, like, fell out of rotation very quickly. quickly. Like, yeah, it, like it, it's not something that... Maybe it is, but like, I don't think it's something yeah. that people will go back and revisit. No. I'm, I'm, I'm not shitting on the song in particular. Like, I, I don't want to like crap on it for being like a bad song, because I don't think it is. It's just fine, crowded house light. Yeah. Like that kind of acoustic guitar kind of thing like that. Yeah, it's like, about like eyes and sky and blah, 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 kind of wishy-washy. It's pleasant. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. I will forget about it after we finish speaking about it. It's <laughs> worth noting... That this is the first song in the entire countdown that we weren't able to find on YouTube. Yes. We had to go to the band camp of a guy named Rowan Smith, who was behind this band and a bunch of other things that he's done over the years. He collected his entire life's work and has put it up on band camp. And that's pretty cool. Thanks, Rowan. Rowan. Yeah, yeah, cheers, cheers, cheers Ron. We'll have to have you on sometime. Um, <laughs> but we if we remember... Yeah, yeah I mean... When Bearful comes up in a Google alert you set up. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing. This band is impossible to Google. There mm. is no information about them on the internet. Um, like... Typing in Barefoot Band doesn't help because there's literally a band called the Barefoot Band. Yeah. So, this that is, doesn't help. It's the kind of thing that I, I know that it, there'll be a few of these songs in each countdown, I'm sure, that were just specific one-moment songs. And I think, mm. I mean, it's like if we are the, a classic moment, I'm sure we might, we might be familiar with, in the early 2000s when Adam and Will themselves submitted their own song. For Austin That's Hunter, right. Salmon Hater. Salmon Hater. 6.66. 100th of the number of the beast. It's a good laugh, but yeah. like, that's again the kind of thing that if you weren't familiar with that as a joke song, trying to find it would be very tricky. Mm, this is one of definitely. those other songs that you know was popular for a moment, happened to get a handful of postal votes, and yes. here we are. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I think we'll run into some same troubles when we have to find uh, Peter Hellier's Bevan the Musical. Yes. <laughs> Which is definitely a product of its time. Definitely a you-had-to-be-there sort of moment. You had to be Peter Hellier, but yeah, <laughs> a thousand computers. Mm. But, you know, this is nice. I think it's quite lovely. It's, I, yeah. uh, I think the Morrissey influence on this one is a pretty big like particularly Morrissey solo not so much yeah, the Smiths yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, there's no yeah. Johnny Marlowe yeah no except you know it's kind of got a bit of the strum kind of going but it's it's definitely more in the vein of Morrissey solo stuff yeah. I guess more interesting drug sort of era I guess yeah. <laughs> although interesting isn't really the we term I've used to, to no. oh, oh made but obvious um, <laughs> I wonder what could have happened to this band if they managed to break you know if they you know because a lot of boring bands do get yeah, like, yeah, 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 and and likewise, a lot of uh, bands who get into Hot 100 will probably, I guess, use that as an argument to continue on. Perhaps might be like, oh, you know what, that song got in there, maybe we should keep picking on. But I guess due to the, I guess, somewhat generic name, it's the kind of loss of the annals of history. Hmm. I guess isn't that, life. Isn't that just, the thing? Because yeah. like back then, you didn't have to consider that your name wasn't Googleable. Like yeah, yeah. this wouldn't pop up in a search engine. Like that's definitely a consider- I mean, like the, the I mean, churches mm. uh, they deliberately with put the v. the v in their in the middle of their name and spelt it that way, so they were able to be searched. So you could so you could try it around even easier. <laughs> Very important. <laughs>
yeah, it's kind of it's kind of a bit weird that this got up so high, but I kind of having listened to it recently, I find it okay. It's, yeah. it's, it's a perfectly nice song. Yeah. I guess life just got in the way, in the way. For, for Rowan Smith, but uh, yeah, good on you, dude. Keep doing what you're doing. At number 71, we are going to be talking about Living Colour. This is the final song that we are talking about today. This is Living Colour with Nothingness. Hottest 100, that was Nothingness by Living Colour. Or, to anyone under the age of 20, the band who do CM Punk's theme song. <laughs> uh, now, uh, actually, it was the remix of this song that charted. Uh, mm. However, it is uh, because we couldn't find out what kind of remix it was or anything like that. Um, we couldn't actually find it. So we are going to be talking about the original uh, version of Nothingness. Uh, but, um, yeah, so re- my relationship with Living Colour begins and ends with Cult of Personality, which Ditto. is, um, yeah, their, their yeah. very prominent and very popular song from the 80s, which had a resurgence in popularity a couple of years ago when it was chosen as the theme song for very popular WWE wrestler CM Punk. And also... This is on Guitar Hero. And also, also uh, similarly, video game related, was included in Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. That's oh, right, yeah. Which is where I first heard it. So, um, yeah, they've had a bit of resurgence in popularity with, uh, quote-unquote, the young people. Um, But uh, I find it funny that Cult of Personality is a song has barely dated, and this really has, this song, and it came out after it. Yeah, it sounds much older. Yes. Yeah, so... I, I don't think it's a defining living colour song, but it does. It definitely has a lot of the traits. The the vocals are very uh, OTT, and you know it's very b- brooding and serious. Yeah. You know, I, they've never really been known for their lax, mm-hmm. you know, humour and yeah. their, their you know sense of fun. <laughs> That's yeah. not what you listen to Living Colour for. The first time I heard it, I thought it was almost like some Bizarro World early Smashing Pumpkins. Oh. It's like it's kind of got that vibe to it. If the Smashing Pumpkins were a very different band. And was, you know, I sing, can see that. Singing yeah. about nothingness and loneliness. It's, it's that vibe and, and yeah. just 
the way that it's structured, it was like, oh, this like in a different world, this could have been a Smashing Pumpkin song, I think. Yeah, similarly, I I got a bit of um the second Portis Head album vibe. Yeah, it, totally. Well. Wow, kind of, that kind of it's that the, the sample trip hop beat with yeah. lyrics about isolation and loneliness and nothingness kind of thing. It's it's it's, it's, like, well, it's the McDonald's light version of obviously Portis Head. You'd never ever <laughs> turn to this song when you wanted to hear something from that perfect band, but. Yeah, it's uh, it, this song was fine. It's the kind of thing that, again, it's you, you would, I would never think to myself, "Oh, cool, I'll put this track on" because it has aged so, so, so much. Yeah, it really has. Um, nothing particularly like memorable. Even talking about it now, I am struggling to recall things about it. Yeah, yeah. I quite like um, all the satellite stuff because I, I think they used um, satellite dishes in in the recording process, like right. using the curve of satellite dishes. As a way of creating bounce. a different guitar tone. Okay, um, right. and that's why in the film clip there's a lot of satellites. Uh, just very shots of people next to satellites and stuff like that. Well, it's interesting you talk about guitar tone because one of the first things and major things that I thought when listening to this song is like, man, if you just put the vocals a little bit further down in the mix and you amped up the distortion of that guitar a little bit, this is a kind of a My Bloody Valentine song. Yeah, yeah like, there is that kind of thing. It's, like it's like shoegaze light. That's yeah. what I got. I didn't get trip-hop it, light. It, I got shoegaze light from this. It, it nearly, it nearly hits like fast. all of that. Like, you know, yeah. like Porter said, My Bloody Valentine, Smashing Pumpkins, like... Somewhere in the middle of that is this song in a very different world. Yeah, yeah. With very yeah, different yeah, production ideals. Also, this crickets is the most fucked up Venn diagram. Yeah, I've ever seen. yeah. Why crickets? There's just the crickets throughout the course. Of yeah, it. how just wonderful! Cricket, yeah. cricket rock. It's, it's about isolation. And it's and about being alone. And, and that's the way they choose to like, convey yeah, Are you really <laughs> alone if crickets are with you? Well, maybe. In, <laughs> in sitcoms, yeah. yeah. in sitcoms. Tell a joke, and silence, crickets go off. In no, the alternative sure. world where this song lives. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Crickets yeah. follow you around only when no, you're lonely. It's, it's weird. And, but, like, the, all the satellite stuff makes me think, well, you know, they, they, were, they were at least trying to do trying, yeah. They were yeah. doing something. And, you know, maybe it worked at the time and it's just dated horribly. Maybe it just didn't work and it has still dated horribly. Yeah. But, you know, it's interesting. The, um... Living Colour came from the Black Rock Coalition, yes. which was a movement to get um, uh, American black people involved in, in rock uh, oh. and, and into genres of music that traditionally dominated by white people uh-huh. and still dominated by white people. Um, but, you know, and, and I think... Uh, I, I didn't realise the singer was black until I watched the clip. It was kind of... Um, Every member of this band is black. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. But it was yeah, uh, yeah, Blessed yeah. Union of Souls all over again. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah. It's like, um, I guess that, that makes the living colour the name. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, I, I kind of, there's, there's a bit more going on than I think, like, a first yeah, listen there's, shows. There's something about, like, just all that stuff, the satellite stuff. I was like, okay, like, there's, there's some stuff happening in this song. Yeah. Um, and I can't appreciate a lot of it. But. Something about this song, I think it has, it ha- maybe, I'm not sure if it had lofty idea, loftier ideals than the reality of it, but it's fine, like, again, with the satellite recording stuff. The like the push for like, a bit more of an obvious like black rock kind of yeah, thing. Like that. Yeah. The fact like the sampled beats, the like not so much like the I guess the shoegaze sound, but that kind of constant fuzz as a loop as well. Mm. Like there are ideas yep. here that I think that in the hands of somebody with a bit more control, it could have been really something incredible. Yeah. But as it stands, it's kind of middling. But mm. I mean like, you know, made it into the countdown and like you know, an 80, 80s band making it in, like, you know, yeah. we have heard from Kate Bush and, and a few other artists like that that made, like I think it clearly resonated in some way I think sort of uh, being around the time of a lot of shoegaze stuff and Portishead and like um, and you know coming out of grunge stuff as well like there's those elements are there but it's a it's a very different production value um, and ideal of the song that that they've gone with and and clearly resonated with some people sure well there is one more appearance from Living Colour to come in this countdown Uh, but for now we are going to just gently close the lid on Living Colour and uh 
We will return to them and their cult of personality a little later on in this series. This brings us to the end of another episode of Hottest 100s and Thousands. Thanks so much for listening. Really appreciate your support. Uh, before we go, we're going to discuss the uh, favourites and least favourites of this week. Nathan, I'm going to go out on a limb and say <laughs> you've, you've made up your mind. At least of my least favourite. I, I really do not like Mr. Wendell. I, 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 I do not like that song at all. Um, in terms of my favourite though, I don't know, it's quite tough. I think I might have to go... Maybe I'll have to go with Living Colour? Nothingness? Okay. I don't know. Like it's it's a close race. Yeah, it's uh, and not because they're great, but it's a, it's a soft fire. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. But I, you know, I, I think potentially that's the song that maybe has the most going on. Maybe, maybe not. I don't maybe know. that's the. Th- I'm going to pick the same two. I'll yeah. Say so, yeah. Uh, Wendell for uh, my most hated of the five, and I guess yeah. When I said nothing, else, uh, not even my favorite, just my the one that I I guess could hang my hat on the most it's yeah. not like as I said before it's not very memorable but it uh, it, would get, it gave me the most to talk about I suppose that's something I'm gonna go uh, Baby by Barefoot for my favourite and uh, I am going to go with Sub Sub with Ain't No Love for my least favourites Adam yeah I'll, I'll give Baby props as well because um, I love the Smiths if not Baby then I would give my fantasy version of Living Colour in which it is a shoegaze song yeah. my favourite because I think that song's awesome <laughs> uh, and I don't know like I'll I, m- musically probably sub sub but lyrically probably Wendell good point Righto. I had a complicated best and worst <laughs> it's a complicated world that we live in my friends but uh, thanks again for joining in on the madness that is Hottest 100s and Thousands on behalf of Mr. Andrew McDonald. Hello. Mr. Adam Butcher. Goodbye. And uh, Mr. Nathan Harrison. Welcome. My name is David James Young. Keep music evil. Goodbye. Hottest 100s and thousands is filmed in front of a live studio audience.